Hello, and welcome to Magic Myths and Mayhem, a TTRPG podcast with mostly accurate rules and inconsistent character voices. I'm Alex, your host and GM, and with me are Rowan and Joe, just two of my wonderful players today. How are you both Hello. doing? Hello. I'm tired, sore. Yeah, me too. We are, we're the last three survivors of Magic Myths and Mayhem. The others aren't here this week. They've all perished in the zombie apocalypse. Um, we're hoping yes, there'll well, be a cure well, I, available by next week. Yes. I was, of course. Wait, why are we continuing are to here. do this? Because everybody needs a little bit of fantasy yeah. in uh, the terrible world. Did, did you not stock up before this? Have you not got your stash of weapons and supplies and, and everything? I've had a stash for a good while, actually. Um, I'm not going to shave it anytime soon. So we're doing a one-shot today that is that is in World of C3. It's a little side story, um, but it's, it's completely unrelated. Don't need to know any of the characters or anything to do with that. Uh, it's just a little bit of fun with this whilst the others are dead in the zombie apocalypse. So, uh, and there is a chance, I, I'm trying to keep this within, within one session, but there's a chance that this won't be a resolved story, but I thought it'd be fun that the next time we do a little one-shot, we could just crack back to this with whichever people are around or whatever. We'll see how it goes. I we are the three that are around the most, so That is true. There is a chance that we will be able to do it again. What a nice way to say we're the least social. <laughs> Listen, I didn't say it. Uh, do you know what? This, this is social. Thing. This is exactly. Yeah, this is social. It's just not social as ourselves. It's social as people that we're pretending to be. I mean, you're you're giving us, or at least me, far more credit as an actor because I, I very much bleed through into all of my uh, D D characters. We <laughs> are try really hard not to. <laughs> I think we all bleed through a bit. But that's fun. Right. You can choose what parts the others see of you. <laughs> Let's start. For the past three days, this hot, small, dark room has been your home. You've almost memorized every nook and cranny of the place, but that isn't much of an achievement considering how little of note there is in here. The room is around 15 feet long, 10 foot wide, and 8 foot tall, with all of the walls except for one made of the same dark wood. The other wall is not so much a wall as a cage, a set of bars designed to keep you inside with a locked metal cage door in the middle. The other side of this caged wall is obviously a cargo hold, though you can't see much through the darkness. Lighting is obviously not something the owners of the ship consider a necessity for captains. The only other thing you can concentrate on is the sound of waves bashing against the walls of your unexpected home, implying that you are currently at sea, most likely far from land. There are two of you inside. One is a human male lying on the floor, near the back of the ship, struggling to breathe, making a crispy wheezing sound every time he does, and up to this point he hasn't much moved, or spoken at all. The other is you, so would you like to describe your character? Sure thing. Uh, am I in my, have I got all my clothes and stuff? You have, uh, yeah, your clothes, yes, though they are possibly a little raggedy and dirty. Um, your equipment has been taken off you, or at least anything that wasn't well hidden. Do I have uh, a parrot? You do not. Okie dokie. Uh, so, the person you, you would see, the person you would ocean, <laughs> uh, is, uh, is an 
older hobgoblin man. Uh, he has uh, kind of very... Uh, it would be almost leathery at this point uh, from age and exposure to the elements. Um, very kind of like lined face. A very large grey beard uh, into like three braids with a big moustache that he is still kind of meticulously having curled up at the ends, like a big handlebar moustache. Uh, he has uh, long ears pointed back longer than most uh, because of his advanced years. He's pushing like 68 equivalent um, in human years, um, but it's, it's really still, still strong. His grey hair also goes back in a ponytail. Uh, he's got a little leather cap um, on with a little uh, sun visor on it. A long coat with a nice tunic underneath and um, and well-worn trousers with leather gloves and boots. Um, did I say that he has ear piercings? He has ear piercings on those long ears. Uh, two brass rings on the one side and one brass ring on the other. Cool. Wonderful. It was just you alone, like I say, although there is the other person who was there when you were put into this cage. I, I would have remotely stabilized him when the opportunity presented itself. Uh, magically? Yes. You would have found that rather a struggle, because the box is uh, nullifying any magic that you would attempt to use. Okay. Well, that would explain why I'm still here and didn't transform into an ant and, and leave. Exactly. <laughs> uh, How could the rather <laughs> <laughs> the rather prominent medio mediocrity of the situation you find yourself in is broken by the sound of clambering and clunking as two pirates climb down the ladder ahead, a new prisoner in tow. The figure is dragged over to your cage and thrown inside with little regard for the health or well-being of this creature put to your feet before the cage is then locked and uh, the two wander off. The two that were holding on to the figure, one is a, uh, a dwarf, we aren't sure of gender, big beard, you know, stocky. Uh, the other seems to be a warforged of some kind, uh, not that you recognize origin or anything like that. Um, the only other thing of note of them is the dwarf has some mechanical prosthetics in place of uh, like an arm and a leg. Um, that is not something that is particularly surprising, considering that um, there are a lot of dwarves that have mechanical prosthetics since the war that happened a few, uh, a few hundred years ago. Rowan, well, would you like to describe who was just thrown into the cage? Uh, yes. Um, was I was I conscious? You were conscious, but uh, a little weak. Okay. Should I remove hit points? No, no, you're fine. <laughs> okay. Um, they throw in a small, probably about three foot tall, um, feathered figure. Um, their wings probably splayed out as they on the floor. Um, it's they my parrot. It's your <laughs> parrot? Uh, they're they're three feet tall, yeah. Uh, they are rather round. <laughs> um, they are wearing... Um, some dark blue robes with light blue trim um, and a light blue scarf. Um, on the back of the robes, there is this 
purple drapery with golden tassels. Um, they are an owlin, a, a small owlin with. Um, Thank God. I thought for a moment you were about <laughs> to tell me that you're playing a Kenku, and it's just you doing mimicry <laughs> and me <laughs> and Alex keeping us trapped in a anti-magic box. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, they, <laughs> they have dusty brown feathers and, with white tips um, and the lids of their eyes, their the nails of their talons and the tip of their beak are all a bright blue. I love the idea that like uh, what I'm presuming to be nail varnish is also put on the tip of the beak. Yeah. Because, <laughs> that, like, why wouldn't it be? That, that's a brilliant uh, idea. But yes, you've just been thrown to the ground, across the ground. You're quite light, so it would have been fairly easy to chuck you yeah, inside. hollow bones. Hollow bones. Mm, exactly. <laughs> Ow. Where am I? Hello? Army, you look like you've had better days. Almost any would be better than this one, yeah. Does it happen to be day, or is it night time? Uh, it was day last I checked. Have you not just come from the deck? I don't know, did I? You're on a boat, matey. We call this a ship. You're on the ocean at the moment. No, you said, you said boat and ship. Which one is it? How familiar are you with maritime terminology? Not at all. Normally I... I'm flying. I got weak. I saw this thing. I landed on it and they imprisoned me. A boat is like an umbrella term for something on water. A ship is a large boat. Okay. Got it? Okay. What be your name? I'm, I'm Reyna. Who, who and how are you? What be your pronouns, Reyna? Uh, she, they. It's fine. I and you? Knew it. My pronouns are he, him. And you can call me many things. My given name is Santiago. Some call me Ernest. Okay. Uh, which do you prefer? I'm. I've been called both for so many years. Okay. All right. All right. All right. All right. I'll. I'll. I'll use them interchangeably. Sure. And who's that guy? The other one in the cell. He's still wheezing, just this... It sounds as though either the lungs are damaged or maybe there's fluid in there. Um, visually, they seem uninjured other than a few scuffs and bruises, nothing more than you two would have. Um, but yeah, they, they are unconscious, or at least seemingly unconscious. That there is Jeremy. Jeremy, okay, okay. He doesn't look very well. Have you treated him? He's been unconscious longer than I've been here, about three days now. So I just oh, called him Jeremy because it seemed easier than to just call him that poor fucker over there. Fair enough. Okay, well, I think I can get us out of here. And I'll uh, try to do some magic. There's, which no, I... there's no magic here. <laughs> oh. <laughs> like, it was a good try, though, matey, I'm sure. I'm sure you're very good at magic. Um, I'm incredible. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, then, uh, hmm. Why did they put us in here? They just kind of grabbed me on the deck when I landed and threw me in, and no one would answer me. Did you introduce yourself, matey, or did you just land on the deck of a strange ship without so much as a by your leave? Could you have been mistaken for an attacker? I mean, possibly. I, I just kind of landed and said, 
hey, I, I need to take a little break from flying. My wings are tired. And they grabbed me and took me down here and threw me in. Well then, maybe I'm, I'm afraid there's only one thing for it. You brought this entirely on yourself. You're clearly about to be sold into slavery. Oh, n no. No, that, that's, no. That, how did you get here? Do you, do you know what, you kind of look like you've been in a situation like this before. You seem very rough and tumble and like you've been in situations that are rough and tumble. I've been in many a situation, Lassie. I've, cool. I've held positions all over the sea. I've been captain, I've been boatswain. I've even been ship's cat once or twice. Ship's cat? Yes. Is Excellent for getting rid of mice and rats off your ship. Chief mouser, they call it. In some vast areas. We'll get back to that later. I'm assuming that's a magic thing. How would you... You should never assume um, because an ass of you and me. Okay, but every time I've assumed I've been right, so... And statistically, I, you're due to be wrong. Fair. Do you know way out or not? Or are we just stuck? Gotta go through the door. Just sit on the ground, <laughs> realizing there's no way out. <laughs> just bring my wings around myself and sit in a big owl puff ball. Yeah. Uh, it's actually surprisingly uh, warm. Uh, well, actually, no, to be fair, it, it wouldn't be surprising because you've just landed. Um, you would have been soaring around, and it would make a good sense as to why you were tired. You'd have been soaring around uh, the sort of... Um, it's the southern coast of Kugarom, so there's like it's kind of like a bit of a, an L shape. It's in that little sort of in-between, mm. but you'd have been soaring around there. Up in the north of the world, it is very, very warm. So you would have been... Very dry, right? Very warm, very dry. You would have been absolutely parched. Yeah. The equivalent of sweating for an hour or whatever the hell they do. Uh, and yes, uh, you, you would be unsurprised that down here in the bottom of the ship, uh, it's quite warm. A little cooler than outside because the waves are splashing up against. But uh, uh, it's kind of like a little toasty oven box. It's a good while before anything particularly happens. But eventually, you see movement in the distance, in the in the cargo hold in front of you. No one coming for you particularly, but it does seem like uh, a few crew members who are following off work or whatever they do, just hanging about by some of the boxes underneath, having a little snack. I was going to say having a smoke, but probably not down in the, uh, <laughs> the bowels of a ship. Um, having some food and such. Uh, are you going to try and pay attention to the only bit of entertainment you've had, or are you sleeping or anything along those lines? Um, I'll probably go up to the bars and be like, Hey, excuse me, why why am I in here? I just wanted to rest my wings. Hello? You're being completely blank. You are not such a distance away that you think they wouldn't be able to hear you. You are more than reasonably within at least distance of if you're shouting, they'll hear you. Uh, I mean, realistically, they're only what, 30 feet, 40 feet away. But uh, they seem to be completely ignoring you. Mm. Continue on with their conversations. Hmm. What's your chronology in Jelly and Time? What? How old are you, Reyna? In a math, uh, in a numerical system that I would understand, being only a dweller on this planet. 
I'm about 25 years old in common Jillian time. And you've never encountered pirates in your world or in your travels? No. You must lead a sheltered life, my new friend. I'm more used to the sky than I am the ground or the ocean. What a horrible place to be. Why would you spend your time there? It's pretty nice, actually. Solid clouds, to do in the buildings. sky. Oh, there's plenty to do in the sky. Buildings in the sky. Yeah. Wait, you you haven't seen any here? I will stroll up to Reyna and look at their eyes as best as I can for signs. You have to crouch down. Being <laughs> like, hu- being like, hi. Look, they got like bloodshot eyes and larger pupils than I might have expected for an owl. In. <laughs> they do have massive pupils, but from your minimal knowledge of Owlin biology, that's probably normal. You can see what what looks like little me- mechanic read stuff in the iris, like in the brown part of the eye surrounding the iris. Um, it's like little cogs and, and like mechanisms moving around back there. I see. What kind of mushrooms have you been eating, Reyna? None. I've been flying for like the past 12 hours. Yes, exactly. I'm actually That's why I'm really... asking. You've been flying high. What kind of mushrooms have you I have eaten? wings. It's literal. What What more can I help you with here? <laughs> I'm not I'm not from here. Have you heard of Favel? I'm already in Only incarcerated. Only in books and so... stories. I've, ne- I've never met a person quite like you before. That's fair. I, well, I'm from there, and over there, we we have uh, an, an Owlin city in the sky, and that's, I haven't really left that, um, or the area like directly below it, but either way. But if you haven't seen any other buildings in the sky... How did you get to Shell? Why are you here? Um, well, I... I'm not entirely sure. The council kind of arranged it for me. I They did some magic that I am not trained in and sent me here. Uh, and they told me not to talk to any uh, Jellian officials about it. You're not a Jellian official, right? It probably doesn't matter because you're also in deep shit with me. So, Official's kind of a broad term. What kind of official? Ones that would care about the teleportation rules that they just decided for, like, the entire universe or whatever? Oh, you mean you shouldn't tell someone who might care about the imminent destruction of wherever it was that you landed? Well, they assured me that nothing bad would happen, and nothing bad did happen, at least while I was there, so... I think you might find rather a different story if you ever manage to get your way back. Okay. Well, but you you haven't seen any buildings in the sky, right? Because I'm also looking for other buildings in the sky while I'm here. You'll find ships in the sky in gel, but no buildings as far as I'm aware, and I've been all over these oceans. Mm, that's not what I was told. Oh well, I'll keep looking. Have you considered maybe finding a large tower with a telescope? Uh, I have. 
But I've also been told that you won't be able to see this stuff with just a telescope from, like, from the bottom. You won't be able to... You, you gotta go up. That's why the wings are helpful. You know a telescope can be pointed up, right? Yeah, but it'll see, like, the bottom of the thing, and you won't be able to see the buildings from the bottom. There are angles, and... You're not a great navigator, are you, Reyna? No, I'm I'm a student, not a navigator. This is all starting to make sense. It's all falling into place. You're fucked. Okay. Well, nothing is making sense to me, so if you could help me understand. Yes. You, you can't find what you're looking for because it probably doesn't exist. You can make a strange ship you saw out in the ocean because for some reason you're flying over the ocean instead of taking a ship like a normal person and now you're about to be dismembered and sold by pirates i feel first you said it's slavery and now you're saying dismemberment do you actually not have any idea what's going on you're about to be dismembered and sold into slavery by pirates yes that well, it seems like counterintuitive to dismember me then sell me into slavery you don't have a lot of necromancers on your world, do you? Ugh. I'm just going to sit here quietly until something happens. Do you have a creature known known as a rabbit? We have Heron gone. Okay. Are their feet considered lucky over there? Uh, not really. I mean, I mean, kind of. It, it's taboo, but. Yeah. There's, there's many a man who'd love an owl in feather or enchanted owl in foot draping around their neck for luck. Don't shake your head in agreement with that god. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> your conversation is distracted by a rather alarming slam as a metal plate or a couple metal plates uh, hit the ground just outside of the cage as a dwarf puts down a couple of it, it's literally just like some some excuse for like an oatmeal-esque uh meal uh, and then two very very small glasses of water which is just left outside the cage um the it, it's in such a way that you could get it through the uh the cage without the door being opened do you mind if i grab that water you could have one of the waters hey Sure, you give some water to Horatio Light over there. Father's name was Jeremy. He's he's still not told us, so it's, it's I mean, there's no point sticking to one. The dwarf turns around, looks, and goes, "I don't think that one's going to be drinking." Wait, you're talking to us? Wait, why am I here? I just landed to to rest my my wings. Can can I go? <laughs> Obviously, yes. You can go. Give it an hour or two. You're just being held for a little bit. You'll be fine. Okay. Mm -hmm. All right. Well, thanks for the water. Yeah, no worries. All of your stuff will be returned to you as well. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that staff was on loan from my my university, so I will need yeah, that very one important. back. It's being kept very safe. Wait. Okay. You took it. Got it on loan from a university, a magical university. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Doesn't that stuff always have some kind of location spell on it? Easy way to locate it. 
well, they they would have to bring they would have to easily come over. trackable by those with the means, Tiffany. Maybe better. Oh yes. Give it back to this young one and turf him loose. Mm-hmm. Very trackable. Mm-hmm. Or give Nelson mm-hmm. some water. I'm gonna take the water. Take the water. It's a little salty. I don't know. It has an off taste to it. <laughs> Uh, the daughter's like, mm-hmm. yeah, we'll definitely get on that. Don't worry. You'll be out of here in no time. He just wanders off. I think he may have been lying to us. You're going to do just fine if you survive. Okay. I'm giving you a 35% art on that at the moment. I was going to say, it kind of felt like you were lying with that it's one. It's eight if you're trying to go intact with all of your feathers. I mean, they, they grow back if they... It's two if you ditch me. I wouldn't dream of it. I am just going to sit here and drink this water, though. This horrible water. Mm-hmm. I, w- I it's would pretty drink bad. piss if I were you. I... I don't think it's piss. You've got a lot of experience with jelly and piss, do you? Does jelly and piss taste different than favelli and piss? It's jellied piss. How would, how would I know? I don't drink piss at all. <laughs> There's this one guy I know who they call piss drinker. <laughs> uh, I'm so thirsty, though. Uh, you can do a nature if you want, see if you can work out if it's a uh, piss or not. <laughs> yeah. Pirates are renowned 12. for treating their captives well. 12. You are certain it's not piss. You are not certain that it's clean water. Well. Okay, it's not piss. It isn't clean, though. But I'm thirsty enough, I don't care. You said we were given, like, a, a little tray of food, Alex? Yeah, it's 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 kind of gruel, like an oatmeal esque kind of thing, but very watery. You're not expecting me to eat that and then feed it to you, are you? No. Why would I? Just checking. <laughs> A good few hours pass before anything else happens. Before there's a few other people that wander up and down from the cargo holders, though they're using it as a little break space. And eventually you overhear. Uh, give, give me some perceptions to see how much you overhear. Oh, shit. I need dice. <laughs> <laughs> Three. Not a lot. <laughs> Fourteen. Fourteen. Rena, you don't hear anything. It, they're a little far away. And quite honestly, you're very upset and done with the whole situation. Mm. Ernest, however, your ears are perked. When you hear one specific word in a murmur of others. Mermaids. As you listen closer, you hear that they're talking something to do with something called the lost city of Firandir. Which continues on to mention riches, gold, and it being the long lost city of the giants hidden by mists of magic rumored to have things such as mummies. But this conversation trails off as they obviously get a little bored of being down here and wander away up the ladders. 
Are you hiding your curiosity there, or is it going to be all over your face? Uh, it's probably all over my face. Reyna, you see that Ernest's face is... He's heard something. He's caught something, and he's very... Uh, he's thinking hard. Do you have an idea? Well, now to get out? Your, your face changed. What? what Why did your face change? I think... It's time for a parting of the ways, Reyna. I think I'm best served staying on this here ship. You should try and get away as best you can. I, I literally all I can do is magic, pretty good. And if I can't do that, then I don't have any way out of here. So after I'm your butchering, I will think fondly of you, but not very often. Why? Why do you want to stay all of a sudden? You're looking for mermaids. Well, they're looking for a they're looking for a city where there might be mermaids, but mermaids, my young friend. A city of mermaids. A, a city of giants, maybe. Now that's different. I'm looking for giants, though. Mine are in the sky, but I mean, if I find some in the ocean, that's good too. Do you think that they'll like take on new recruits if that was that's what they're looking for? Like, can we just like join this this pirate ship? No. That's, why would, that's why would they ever believe that that's what you be intending to do? They'll always be wondering if you are, so to speak, a flight risk. Also, as a bird, how much usefulness do you have under the waves? I can go under the water just fine. Are you part penguin? No, but I have spells to help. A penguin, sorry, a penguin is a bird that we have here on Shell. It's uh, kind of walks around, stupid, but you know they're very graceful under the water. That's kind of sad if you're if you were avian with no way to fly. The sky is really cool. You've never met a chicken, have you? Uh, or the most foul of birds, the ostrich. Pretty sure chicken is foul. Yeah, I was gonna. Chickens. Yeah, but is an ostrich more foul? <laughs> are are chickens the tiny ones that are kept with farmers? Because I think I have seen them. I matey. Yeah, I I thought they clipped their wings, but they can't fly at all. No matey. That's unfortunate. And they taste delicious. Mm. Don't fare well over long voyages. You're better off with something like salted pork. Sorry, pork is what comes from a pig, which is an animal that we have here on the shell. Uh. <laughs> okay, um, so City of Giants and Mermaids? What, why do you want to find the mermaids? I don't want to find mermaids, lass. I want to find one mermaid. Oh. I want to find my love. It was many years ago. You kind of far away look into his eyes. He kind of stares off into into the into the middle distance she looks at you with pity uh <laughs> reyna would not know much about gel but would know that mermaids are widely considered a myth mm. yeah she just looks at you with pity i would put a lad of 19 on my first voyage we were sailing over the deeps and no land in sight for a week past nor a weekends no sight nor sound of another ship for leagues to go. 
and no wind blowing us on. We were adrift on the great blue yonder. And suddenly, being the newest cabin member, I was thrust into a rowboat, tossed off the side of the ship. A hazing of sorts, an initiation which is tradition on the high seas. When suddenly a storm kicks up, my little rowboat is smashed by the waves into matchsticks. Matchsticks that were never light, because we were we were in the ocean, so they were wet. Uh, so it's very hard to start a fire with wet. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, I understand combustion. I was, yeah. I was rescued and set upon a spar of wood by the love of my life, a mermaid called Barbara. D- how did you... So you shared a conversation with her? I shared a conversation. I shared a bed for the night with the great ocean as our downy pillows and our feather mattress. We shared a night of passion and a night of lovemaking. The likes that you cannot comprehend. Uh, that's certainly true. <sighs> I've been searching for Barbara ever since. I've spent my life on the sea, always looking for my sweet love, and yet, yet I've never found her. How did you lose track of her? I wasn't as strong a swimmer then as I am now, and I couldn't breathe in the water at that time, so I could not go with her to share a life together. Okay. Okay. My crewmates came back and found me after the storm in hopes that I'd somehow survived. And thanks to my Barbara, I had. Forever changed, as only a man who's known the touch of true love and a good woman can be. Well, from everything I've heard, I thought mermaids were myths, but uh, you thought cities in the sky were myths until, uh, uh, like, a little while ago, so I'll give you the, the what's the word? The, the... benefit of the doubt? Yeah, the benefit of the doubt, and until otherwise. There is many a person on this world who think that you are a myth, a myth, young lass. I've had, I've met doctors and believers my whole life. None of it matters. Only that I find my way back to sweet Barbara, so we may continue our night of love. Yep. So we should definitely find a way out of here or a way to join the crew, then. You're suddenly very aware that it got quieter in this room. It takes you a second to appreciate that what got quieter was the wheezing stopped. <laughs> Look over our shoulder towards Jeremy. Jeremy, as you have decided to call uh, mm-hmm. this, this figure, has not moved, but there is no wheezing anymore. Mm. I think Wilson might be dead. Go over and turn him over. Did you say? Did you say turn him over? He's in a different cage to us. No, no, same cage at the back. What? I I could have sworn you said that he was in a different cage to us. Nope. <laughs> That's why I've not interacted with him at all this whole time. <laughs> no, I was. Just, I'm a hundred percent sure you told me he was in a different cage. Nope. Uh... <laughs> I would have said there are two of you inside. One is a human man lying on the floor near the back of the ship, struggling to breathe, making a crispy wheezing sound every time he does, and up to this point hasn't moved or spoken at all. The other is you. And on the other side of some bars? Nope. I did say 
that uh, the other wall is a cage, and there are bars that are designed to keep you inside, but at no point does they use in a different place to you. Oh, well, if there's nothing that I could have done in the three days that I've been here, there's nothing that I could have done in the half hour I've been talking to, or the few hours I've been talking to you, so it's your fault, really, if he's dead and there's something you could have done to, to save him. I always yeah. assumed that you had probably decided that there was nothing. You've murdered my best friend, Lawrence. <laughs> you changed his name three times. It's gonna poke him in like it's a five, but who's keeping track? You poke, and um, there's no reaction. There doesn't seem to be any breathing or anything, mm. to be honest. Well, that's unfortunate. I'm gonna start going through his pockets. Hey, this guy died down here. Shh. shh. Don't alert them. He might have something we could use. You didn't look in the past however many days you've been here? If he's got something? Why would I have done that? Man was alive. I'm not a savage. I'm going to start digging like, through his belongings. I've been if he's got biding any. my time. <laughs> Give me investigation. Wait, you're, you're rifling through the pockets I'm already rifling through? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I assumed you were both going to roll, but yes. Uh, 12. With the 12, uh, you go through the two pockets. There's only two pockets. There's basically just trousers in the top. And there's nothing of note in them, uh, which is probably quite to your disappointment. With the Dirty 20, if I remember correctly, it was a Dirty 20. Mm -hmm. With the Dirty 20, you take a second look and notice, uh, as uh, you're looking through these pockets, there's a bit of weight to the inside of the sort of jacket-shirt combo. Uh, almost as though there would be something in a pocket, but when you look inside, there are no pockets. As you fiddle with it, there's a strong implication that there's a small, something heavy, probably metal, within the stitching, within within the layers of the, uh, of the clothing. Can I just rip it? Or is it a more... Uh stable than that. It's fairly I mean, sturdy. You, you can rip I mean, a huge one. It's, you know, it's a, it's a <laughs> ship and manners is different in this kind of society. Just fight <laughs> as much as you like. It's simple clothing. Uh, stitching is not particularly strong, so you'd find it fairly easy just to pick away at the stitching and then tear apart the layers. And I'll, I mean, I'll take a talon or a beak and just... <laughs> exactly. And what clutters onto the ground... <laughs> You're in a mood. You're in a certain mood today, aren't you? Mm -hmm. Look, when I came up with the idea for a character whose motivation was to go and fuck a mermaid, uh, <laughs> you know, uh, you it ready. came with a certain, a certain sense of humour. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Good. As you tear open the cloth, something clatters to the ground. A slightly larger than a gold coin, silver medallion of some kind, with intricate markings all over it. Uh, nothing that you recognize, um, not of any language, but it's sort of patterns and various things uh, around the outer edge, and then sort of a circle, like a line that creates a circle in the middle with other patternings on it. Um, mm. It's fairly weighty, heavier than a coin, or, or what you would expect for a, a coin of this size. Um... Other than that, it doesn't have anything special to it. Let's hold it up to 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 Ernest and be like, "What's this? You ever seen this?" I will take it out of their hands and take a look at it. Yeah, give me investigation or whatever you'd like. Arcana, nature will just tell me which one you're rolling. 
Uh, may I perceive it? Yeah, just take a look. Thirteen. I have I have yet to roll above a five. <laughs> you with a thirteen. You don't know what it is specifically, but it is obviously not any kind of uh, jelly and coin, uh, implying that it's either someone's token just for a little bit of like uh, uh, for memories or whatever or some kind of an artifact that um, someone could use most likely the latter pirates and ships in this kind of a life tends to lead to having lots of medallions and things artifacts and things that are of importance you'd probably be your assumption of the latter I assume this to be some kind of lucky token well that's not helpful for us we'll just throw it back Pick it up and put it in my pocket. <laughs> a little, uh, just a few minutes after that, there's a clambering down the ladder, uh, down the ladder, down the ladder, as this time a warforged wanders down. Uh, they look a little beaten up and stuff, like an old warforged that's seen uh, many a rusty day at sea. And they wander over, look inside the cage, and go, "Which, Which one, one is, is dead? dead?" Yes, thank you. Can you get it out? Tobias is dead, Hannah. Who is this Tobias? Jeremy, Horatio. Uh, do you just remember those two? <laughs> yep. <laughs> Wilson. <laughs> Stephen. I do not know these names. I didn't call him Stephen. I think I called him Nelson because uh, Horatio Nelson appealed to me. Listen, Hannah, would you mind? Would you mind giving this poor corpse a sailor's funeral? Just looks further in his leg. Wow, he's that guy. Yeah. Is no surprise. And just sort of like starts unlocking the cage and opens it up. Wanders inside, picks up this this body, not very delicately, walks back over to the cage. Are, are we able to. Yeah. Yeah, are we able <laughs> as to. As soon as he's, as soon as he's uh, picking up the body, right? Yeah, out. as soon as he walks past us. <laughs> I'm not surprised. You sprint out into the cargo hold. He turns around and goes, meh. As you... <laughs> did he leave the Did he leave the key in the door? Um, no, he did not leave the key in the door, but he did leave the door open. You wander into this cargo hold. You are met in front of you. Uh, so in this room, there are lots of boxes and storage, all sorts of things. Uh, none of them are particularly marked, though they do seem to be uh, um, categorized in some way or another. There is a wall in front of you, which does have a door. And there is a uh, ladder, which is where everyone has kind of been coming from when they've been coming down to say hello to you. Do I feel magic returned to me? You do feel a wave of magic returning to you, yes. Wonderful. How small um, is the smallest box that is uh, visible to us? The smallest one vis visible, there'd be a, a massive, there'd be a, a big range. There'd be ones that are, um, you know, the size of like an amulet box, slash ring boxes and stuff like that in, in a corner. Um, there'd be also plenty of... Is there one slightly large? That <laughs> looks like it. <laughs> An apple. <laughs> you find it so hilarious every time. <laughs> Couldn't even get through it. Oh, oh man. About the size of an apple, yeah. I'm Go going down. to use my sorcery points to give myself a bastion of wall. Oh my god, a you know, clockwork sorcerer with cold yeah, baby. Eyes. Who would have, who would have suspected? <laughs> <What>? <laughs> <laughs> a bastion of what? Bastion of law. I'm using two sorcery points to give myself 2d8s that I can use the next time I take damage to reduce that damage. Wonderful. It's like super temporary hit points. 
What is yes. Ernest doing? God, I'd love to open that uh, box large enough to hold an apple, but he's he's really got no reason to. Uh, so uh, he'll go to the uh, he'll go to the. You said it was a hatch at the top of a ladder. Uh, there's no hatch. I mean, there's no like door to the hatch. It's just a a hole at the top of the ladder leading to whatever is above. I'm also going to give myself mage armor. Sure. I'll go halfway up and listen to what is immediately above us. Okay. You go up, give me a perception, and listen. Well, I rolled above a five for perception now, so 17. 17. You can hear a lot of voices. Um, the general creaking of the ship and stuff uh, is still there, but there's obviously more people up in this direction. Um, you also hear behind you um, a thump as this Warforge just dropped, very ungracefully, the body of... Ernest, not Ernest, you're Ernest, of whatever you called him, Jeremy, uh, and has walked kind of over to you guys with no particular urgency and gone, I, where are you running to? Uh, out of the cage. Why, it would be best if you go back in the cage. Uh, no? Mm, the people out here will be more killy-killy and less leave alone. Mm, mm, mm. Where's our stuff? I'm not going to tell you where stuff is. Hmm, that's unfortunate. Can I Eldritch Blast him in the face? You can certainly try. Yeah, I'll pull a 7 of that, so 21 and a 17. Yeah. Both hit? Mm-hmm. Cool. Uh, 16 force damage. 16 <laughs> force damage. Uh, first things first, what does your Eldritch Blast look like from the clockworky sorceriness of yourself? Like a, a brassy orange just beam with, okay. with little sparkles on it. Sure, it just <laughs> blasts out and like a whole section of this uh, Warforged body just <laughs> blasts outwards, leaves a scattering of metal all over the floor. It just sort of leans back forwards, uh, definitely unbalanced at this point, like part of the body leaning a bit further forwards and goes, why would you do this? This I, I did nothing to you. Where's our stuff? I'm still not going to tell you where stuff is. Can I Eldritch Blast him again? You can Eldritch Blast him again, yes. Cool. Um, a lot. Uh, 24 and mm -hmm. 23. Mm -hmm. Uh, 17 damage. Sure. You blast the other side and just, like, the entire body just gets torn into, smashes and hits the ground. And as the power drains from the, uh, you can see, like, the lights and such go out, you just hear a little, like, I want to do this. I didn't Well, this one last story about. There's a pause before, up top, uh... Ernest, you see quite a few heads poking over, a few dwarfs, a few warforged, a few that are like a mix between the two uh, of these cyborg-type dwarves who look down and like, what the hell's going on down there? And it looks like uh, they're on the top deck. Uh, this isn't the top deck. You can see a ceiling. There's definitely like another floor. You don't know how many floors before you're going to get up to the okay. top deck. Uh, I would say, let me... They're all... Uh, they're all poking their... All poking their heads out. I'm gonna give you like that's what you can so kind of see. Presumably, they're they're all poking their heads into the same five foot space. Yes. <laughs> uh, I'll give you an action because of course there's been some actions going on down below. But there's you'd probably see four or five heads. Four or five. 
yeah, uh, I would like all of them to um, make a constitution saving throw, please. Sure. So, 10 foot radius sphere. I'm going to roll them all as one because I can't afford them to do that. Uh, yeah. 21. Uh, they all take 8 damage. Sure. Um, but uh, any inorganic material such as stone, crystal, or metal um, would have disadvantage if there are me- metal things around that they're leaning on or using or whatever. They would take a lot of damage. Okay. 17 damage. Sure. There's a. What does it look like? Uh, this it would it would not look too spectacular. There would just be like a crack of thunder. Um, and a kind of a concussive thing, as though lightning had struck, but there's been no lightning strike. Like a cannon going off. Sure. There's this huge <laughs> as they all get sort of blasted backwards um, before a couple different heads pop up and look down like what the fuck? And um, you hear like something being moved before a group of them drop a big box just down the hole. Please make me a dexterity saving throw. Both of us, or just uh, the guy unless on the ladder? I presume you're not on the ladder. Are you on the ladder? No. No. Then, no. then just uh, on the ladder. I got a 20 natural. 20 natural. That's fine. You managed to dodge uh, just out of the way of this thing. It wasn't like an accurate throw. They were just trying to launch something at you. As the this crate smashes on the ground and a bunch of like uh, sandy grain-esque kind of uh, maybe food or something else, you don't know, just sort of splatters across, uh, scatters you a little bit, uh, Reyna. And then a massive, uh, well, actually, you don't know how big it would be, but something is just moved over the uh, porthole above you, uh, removing all sort of light, covering over. uh, Well, that just can't do. I have dark vision. Oh, yeah. (laughs) I I, I kind of just always assume that everyone has dark vision. Yeah. And then you can hear a lot of, like, thumping and stomping above you. That's fine. But no one's opening up that gap yet. So, Reyna, how about we yes. escape this place? That sounds good. I would like my stuff back. That's uh, fine. Do we want to look around here first? Is it waterproof? Uh, yeah. Yeah. That'll do fine, then. Judging by the shape of this vessel, that, that I've seen so far, I judge us to be relatively close to the outer hull down in the bottom of now, I, I, I don't want to sink the ship just yet. I'm assuming it sinks, right? Oh, yes. A great track because to be sure to lose a vessel on the sea, but we'll be okay. I would rather hold on to the vessel, and they know where the city thing is, right? Or at least they have an idea? No. Otherwise, we'd be there. And they certainly wouldn't allow two prisoners alive. Hmm. True, true, true. Okay. Well, that's unfortunate. Well, what's your idea? How do you, what do you want to, what do you want to do here? Do you have gills? No, no, I don't have them. Do you have any ability to breathe underwater? No. What I want you to do is start pounding away at that spot over there that I judge to be the weak spot. Mm Mm-hmm. And I will ensure you're able to breathe under the water. The ship will sink. All right. We will retrieve our equipment, and the pirates will drown. 
and I will be reunited with my love. All right, sounds good. So then I started blasting. Before you start blasting, the door that you didn't go through blasts. There's open. another door. Yeah, the door. There's a door the other side. There's what the, the, door hell? the ladder. I mentioned the door around the ladder. Definitely did. I don't remember it. This blasts this open. map that you said was accurate. Um, it's not very good. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. I only made like an entire blueprint of a galleon for you. Uh, next time I'll make sure you it's made better. This? Oh, I didn't draw out. I, I made the what's where. Oh, um, so you didn't make it. <laughs> it's more than for a one shot that anyone would uh, usually do. Do you want to fuck around true, true. and just like just make fun of what I've done? Yeah, 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 yeah. That's this is right. Friday Night That's D&D, enough. yes. That's fair enough. <laughs> anyway. Uh, the door blasts open, and you see inside of, well, through uh, to the, God damn it, the other side of the uh, brig. Mm, again, it'd be like this kind of thing. What is evidently more cargo hold, uh, but standing inside it, uh, 12 crew, some, again, dwarfs, some warforged, there's like a good mixture of them. As the, are you still on the ladder, or have you come down by now? I'll have come down. Cool. Uh, as the hatch above you opens up and you can see again, there's like a bunch of uh, crew uh, up there who are waiting initially. Is there an immediate reaction for for anything? Straight down! Straight down! Straight down? Straight down! Are you sure? Okay. We probably don't have time to be arguing about it. <laughs> I mean, you have one action. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, Do I also have an action? Um, roll me an initiative. Both of you roll an initiative. 18. 21. Yeah, you both get an action first. I guess that means I'm going first then. Yeah. I mean, I'll let you sort of simultaneously. Okay. Um, I'm going to uh, cast Tidal Wave into the ship. Does that create water? <laughs> I presume it does. I conjure a wave of water that crashes down on an area within range. It can be up to 30 feet long and up to 10 feet wide and up to 10 feet tall. Each creature in the area thingy. Uh, so if they're, if I can see them all in a line through this door. Um, you can I'll see just... a bunch of people in there, but yeah, there's just like a, a crew. Yeah. And are you Eldritch Blasting down or doing anything else? Um, if he's tidal waving first, how many people are in front of us? Uh, I will also say here, the water then spreads out across the ground in all direction, uh, so it then does create water in the ship as well, yeah. In approximately a 40-foot cube, how many people would I hit? You don't know. Uh, like I said, there's, at a rough estimate, about 12 of them in that second part of the cargo hold, but you don't know an exact number. Never mind, I... Those are, those are people I'm aiming at. Yeah. Um... Shit! I want my shit, Alex. I want my shit. You're the ones that decided to fight to start a fight on the boat that you've been captured on without your stuff. Listen, the other option was going back in the in the brig. Conversation, if we just... a little bit of talking with the nice robot that didn't even attack you. I mean, that would have just come down to him going and telling people, and then us being in a fight anyway. Do you want the truth, or do you want it to be what you think is the truth? Uh, I'll take what I think is the truth for <laughs> 500, Alex. <laughs> what you think is the truth? Yeah, sure, you're definitely right. 
Cool. Um, I'm just going to catapult something. I'm, I'm assuming there's something just loose in this cargo you're hold in a that's less than five pounds. <laughs> you're in a, you're yeah. in a cargo hold. I'll take, so a, stuff. I'll take a small sack of apples or something and just catapult. You've already done enough time to... A sack of apples isn't going to weigh five pounds. It weighs way more than that. Just a small one. I don't know. Uh, you can Listen, get something though. Like, there's not enough time to consider what you're throwing, but you can throw something. Yeah, I don't. Possible. I don't care. I just wanted to wanted it for flavor. You're I don't just throwing it at the doorway. Um, no, whoever is in the front, and they have to make a Dex fifteen. They're they're, they're in the doorway. Cool. Yeah. Um. Uh, Dex fifteen. Mm-hmm. Eighteen. Well, that saves. You, um, you'll. I think you still take damage. I, I, well, usually there's a. Half of a, is it a cantrip for a spell? It's a spell. I presume it's a half damage. I don't think catapult does have half damage, does it? It's a shame. I will let you do half damage because the person in front okay. will dodge, but the person behind won't because there's a massive group of them. So the oh. one in front is like, oh no, and then yes, and we'll get to what happens with the with with you, Emerson. Um, where's my other fucking D? Disobeying orders. It's a mutiny on this ship. Um, you should only be a mutiny against the captain. That's not a lot of damage. Yes. Um, <laughs> seven. They take three damage. They take three damage, and it just kind of like thumps me to the side. I'm like, Ow. I rolled um, two ones on my three d8s. Ernest, you start to whip up the 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 water. You see it coming up through the woodwork before it all just sort of. Fizzles out, or might do. You're being counterspelled. Can I counter as counterspell? You are able to counter counterspells, yes. Cool. Do it. Cool. You were also being counterspelled by one of the other this 14 people is behind. the most magically proficient group of pirates. Yeah, what in the, the hell? World. <laughs> the group that are in in the uh, through the doorway. Uh, as their turn, just kind of charge in and surround you. They're not going to attack particularly, but they all circle around you. Uh, you can see that there is a massive variety of different uh, styles of fighters. Some holding swords, some with staffs, some more obviously more magically proficient as yourself. Um, and they're all going to effectively prepare an action to react to whatever actions you make. You can see they're all basically prepped to attack if you attack again. But that is their turn. Uh, I will say, at this point, you can count that around you there are 14 of them, but there are definitely more of them in the room that they came from. You're first in initiative, bud. I've <laughs> <laughs> seen two counter spells. I would like to pretend that I'm about to cast a 8th uh, level um, illusory Dragon spell. <laughs> How do you okay. pretend you're gonna cast an eighth level spell? I mean, by starting to like chant and using shape water to like okay. raise the shape of a dragon. <laughs> then give me a performance. Sixteen. Oh, they get multiple rolls to check. But oh, isn't that convenient? Mm. Well. Well, well, there are, well. It's because there's about 15, <laughs> 70, well, actually about what would be like 28 of them looking at this spell, so I'm rolling for groups. 
Mm. Why are you shitting on me so much? I worked all week wow. to make this one shot for you. I have literally spent, I'm not even sure how many hours, 10, maybe 12? I think on Thursday night, I was up in two, until 2 in the morning. No, Wednesday night, I was up until 2 in the morning doing this shit. Well, why'd you do that? And it, yeah. <laughs> and you just shit all over me. It makes and me feel is, not good. It is, it is not unappreciated. I'm having fun, Alex. <laughs> Anyway, <laughs> fuck you, I'm rolling my five rolls. One of them was a natural one, so definitely a group of them are like, AHHHHH! <laughs> true, truly believe that this is a level 8 spell. Um, in fact, actually, there's a, a good few... What, what did you roll on your performance? It was a 16. 16. Then, the majority of them truly believe that there's a few of them who are like, yeah, I'm not so sure, but there's, the majority of them are like, this is 100% uh, gonna be a massively powerful magical spell. Um, before they react to that, because I'm kind of doing this simultaneous, what is Reyna doing? Or is Reyna also going, what the fuck is that? <laughs> um... No, I'm used to his bullshit at this point, after spending, like, a few is hours in the cage with him. <laughs> I, I just realized, I don't think we've ever casted a campaign, does it help if Illusory Dragon is an actual spell at 8th level? <laughs> like, so it's either 7th or 8th. <laughs> it's, yes, I, I know it is a spell, it's more... Well, at least I, I assumed it was because uh, you came out with it too too quickly as a name. Um, I mean, I also came out with Tina's persistent fisting pretty quickly. Yeah, but you well. thought about that two days before. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, only two days. <laughs> I am going to trying to use the cover of his big spell. Try to hide a smaller spell of greater <laughs> invisibility. <laughs> Give me a stealth. What if? Hear me out. Subtle <laughs> spell. So I don't. I don't. There are no signs of me casting anything. A subtle spell cannot be counterspelled. No, that's fine. Um, what I was going to say. What I'm considering is. I think I still want you to roll a stealth more to notice how many of them notice you disappear. Sure. You are in the middle of 14 people all staring at just you two. 13. Well, and a dragon. Kind of. And a dragon, hence why <laughs> I'm actually allowing you to do the stealth. If there wasn't any distraction, I'd be like, they all notice you disappear. Um, I will say, let's see. You say 17. 13. 13. Oh, that make I will say five or six of them don't seem to notice there's definitely a couple of them that were staring directly at you uh and then a, a group where you're pretty sure they'll have they'll notice in a second or two but at least this round they haven't realized you've disappeared um so there's breaks in the circle where people would be surprised if you for instance punch them in the face uh and you can kind of tell which ones are the ones that would be surprised and which ones aren't mm -hmm. um in reaction to that spell, I'm going to say Which one? Uh, your one, the spell, uh, the the fake spell. Uh, a good three or four of them are going to um, attack you. It was a prepared action to attack if you did something, and they do believe that you're doing it. Uh, okay. So, a nineteen, a ten, and a natural one. Uh, then only the nineteen hits. Nineteen hits. They're going to be hit by not too much. A couple of like spells and things blast past you, and a couple of uh, uh, like swords attempt to hit you as you're doing this. 
in the end of it all, you're only hit by uh, a couple of uh, blades. You're going to take f- uh, 15 damage. That's a good... 15 damage from one hit? Uh, it's a group of hits. Again, I'm rolling as, like, mini swarms. <laughs> I'm not rolling 14 individual dice. Which was it, a 15? You were missed by a good solid bunch of them. Um, especially those nat ones who... In fact, actually, those nat ones, um, a couple of them are going to hit each other. Yeah. So you see some magic spells go past and just nail the person the other side of you. My turn again? Technically their turn, because those were prepared actions. But sure. again, they are preparing actions for if you attack. So, yes, your turn. Okay. Uh, I'm going to take the... I, I'm, I'm stood here alone now. Uh, Reyna has has vanished. Completely well, made their escape. I was going to say, do you, do you, uh, do you want to do a perception to see if you notice what happened to Reyna? Because <laughs> you were distracted a little bit, or I mean that they to my senses have vanished, and I don't have I don't think I have the time to do that. Uh, so I will um, for my action mm-hmm. uh, disengage. My bonus action. I will wild shape and become a eagle. Okay. Uh, we'll call it an. We'll say it's an osprey, which is a fishing eagle. Normal um, size, not not giant. Yeah, uh, and so I will just uh, fly sixty feet with no opportunity attacks because I took the disengage action because wild shape That's is fine. now a bonus action. That's fine. <laughs> uh, I don't know where you're flying to, but you can be somewhere in the cargo hold, uh, so up at the top. Up the ladder. Covered. Uh, I'm sure there are people there. No, not covered. People poking their faces through. Sure. Um, that's fine. I'll give you at least the view of what's up there. As you go up into the uh, into that cargo hold, you see this is mostly what appears to be an area for sick people, and then a lot of beds. Uh, there is a door to the left hand side. There is obviously a hatch above where you can see that ladder, and there is a door on the right hand side. Um, so the doors on the on both uh, sides of this. The hatch above is covered, as in that's like that's an actual door. That's thirty feet of movement to get to there. Mm-hmm. Um, I will attempt to to kind of like lift it <laughs> as a bird and flying. I will give you. Uh, you'd have yeah, to use, <laughs> yeah, yeah, you'd have to use the strength. Or, yeah, you'd be using the strength of the bird. I'll give you a disadvantage strength. Uh, strength roll. A natural 20. <laughs> and a 7 for <laughs> a 5. What a shame. Uh, no, you kind of just... It's like a, a like a proper hatch. It's not locked or anything, but it's a lot heavier. And is it doesn't move when you impact into it. Okay. How much of my movement would that take? No extra movement to slam into it. You didn't go anywhere, actually. Well, then I'll just keep trying. <laughs> sure, you, you only get one attempt left. this this round. Uh, your kind of... Oh, okay. Um, what's Raina doing? Uh, probably following. I got silent feathers, so I can just okay. You're gonna, you're gonna fly. So is silent feathers actually silent, or is it a misleading where I still would do a roll? Like, what does they actually say with silent feathers? Silent feathers. I have proficiency in stealth. <laughs> okay. Uh, then roll me a advantaged stealth because you are invisible, and I'll roll them 
uh, the ones who might have noticed or seen you disappear a disadvantaged uh, perception. 23. Yeah, it's fine. Uh, as far as you can tell, it's a very fast-paced situation. Um, everyone was focused very hard on the Osprey disappearing. No one seems to be looking at where you are. No one's felt any like movement of the wings. Uh, I mean, owls basically make no noise nor disturbance when they um, uh, fly, so it does make sense. Are you going to try to fly? You wouldn't be able to fly with your size. You wouldn't be able to fly through the hatch, but you could fly and land on the I'm ladder small. at the very, very top. It's a small hatch. Mm. Could I do like a, a maneuver, like bring my wings in as I go through it and then back out? Give me an acrobatics. It's not going to be easy, but it is technically possible. Oh boy. I don't like those words very much. Um, <laughs> 16. On the money. You do it just you feel your wings brush the edges as you uh, go straight upwards and through um but i'm going to say since you were on the money though you get through uh it will actually you probably don't have much movement left anyway do you uh 30 feet 5, 10 15 you would have about 15 foot i'll say it'll take you have about five foot left to move okay we'll just be right behind them there sure uh the ones up there wouldn't have noticed you see down below you the, like a, a clutter of people. There's got to be like you know 25, 28 sort of people all in that bottom cargo hold or going uh, that way. That's where the bird went. And a bunch now. Now that you're both up here, you can see another. Let's see how many, another twelve or so crew in this area. Slash, um, you hear murmurs of voices and thumpings and stuff both above and uh, to the right. Um, who are entirely focused on the Osprey. I'm going to say I'll just do that because I've been doing join, uh, join roles. A few of them that are around you, Joe or Ernest, are going to attempt to grapple you. Uh, let me just double check how, if this is different with new wild shape. Have a look. Because they changed what you retain and don't retain. Mm. Uh, so my dex save is plus two and an eagle has plus two to their decks and their proficiency. So it doesn't change anything. Wonderful. Oh wait, that deck's safe though. And I'm looking at acrobatics. Twas a 13, because it doesn't acrobatics and my deck save and the Eagles acrobatics slash just general dexterity is the same. Cool. Uh, unfortunately, that's up against a 19. Uh, you're grabbed by a couple of them who sort of just like cuddle around you, um, putting you in a, in, in a grapple. Um, the rest of them, again, all sort of seem to prepare actions and vaguely be ready to either catch you. Uh, some of them are ready to catch you. Some of them are holding out swords and things. Um, it will be round to your turns. So you can obviously try and escape a grapple or do, uh, do something else. And Reyna, you are up there as well. You've seen this happen. Mm -hmm. No one seems to be aware of your presence yet, though people are moving in towards Ernest and getting very close to you, getting very crowded. Yes. Yeah, are there people back the other way, where the bed towards the beds? Yes. So again, there's, there's about twelve or so people in here. They have on their turn sort of moved over to the right hand side of this room as we look at it on that map. Okay. Well, can I just go up against the ceiling here? I was going to say, can you hover as a as a flying creature? Because in an owl, I know in real life, owl in hover. Okay. If you can hover, then yes. Um. Yeah. Give me another stealth advantage, though, because 
you'd be directly above their heads. I mean, this room is only, what is that, like, eight foot tall? Twenty-two. Uh, Twenty-two is fine. You, you Close brush. Don't actually touch them, but you're just above them. Uh, it's getting concerning. Um, I really want to fireball these motherfuckers. <laughs> Got a staff of, uh, or what I'm assuming is a wand of fireball? No, it's a staff. I, I just need to focus for material components because it has material components. Gotcha. It's r really limiting my big spell ability to not be able to do uh, materials. How many people are holding on to the on to burb? I I I only rolled against what seemed to be one grand yeah, one, but uh, I was rolling in groups for something, so um, I don't know. Officially one, because I do not know how multiple grapples would work, though there are a fair few around who will be ready to on their actions um, try to grapple again. Um, but in terms of getting rid of a grapple, it would only be one person you'd have to target. Okay, I'll, I'll just Eldritch Blast the, the one that's holding on to him. Yes, greater invisibility yeah. doesn't disappear. Stays up. Yeah. Right, yeah. But they will have a, a vague idea that something else is happening. Unless I move again, um, which I plan on doing. Well, um, I think they'll still have a vague idea something's happening. <laughs> Just well, yeah, they'll are. know that I'm invisible. <laughs> and they'll know that they can't do any fucking thing about it. <laughs> um, that is a 13 and 18 plus a 7, so a 20 and uh 25. Yeah, well, that's obviously going to hit. <laughs> uh, where's my d10s? There they are. I left them out this time. Rules to hold on to a grapple if you get hit by something? I'm just going to roll a strength, see if I can. But against what? I don't I don't think so. There's, there's rules about some spells will, mm -hmm. or some effects will yeah. instantly end it. So things like Thunder Wave or Forced Movement would gen generally be considered to hmm. blow the target away um it's only six force damage no it's still not nothing no it doesn't seem to be anything so it's still grappling but you do smack him yeah and i i moved back about 20 feet yeah fair enough uh you shift on backwards uh they keep on the grapple and as uh you can see um them sort of crowding around this osprey, held, uh, grappled in a dwarven arms. <laughs> that's that's some smut book in gel. <laughs> held, is... held, grappled in a dwarven arms. Yeah, a gra <laughs> grappled in, a, in dwarven arms. The door on the sick bed, on the right hand side of things, opens up, and you can see through to what appears to be a kitchen and some more beds. And by a kitchen, I mean in these kinds of big ships, you have what is effectively a massive pot with a big fire and like an enclosed fire to not set everything on fire. Um, and that's kind of where things get cooked. You see, uh, standing over the pot, cooking something seemingly unnerved by the number of uh, people running around trying to catch you guys, someone that appears to be the cook. They are wearing a classic cook's hat and an apron, but they also appear to be just completely just a skeleton. They're just, they're just a skeleton. Told you necromancy was common here. In the doorway, you see someone that definitely looks far more important than anyone else you've been seeing so far. It is what is obviously a dwarf, seemingly female from a cursory look, yeah. fairly average height, three foot ten, but 
very notably, her entire head is that of a warforged. It's a cyborg head. Uh, sort of humanoid, but there's three eyes, kind of two in the normal spaces and one above. No mouth, but maybe like a sort of speaker grill type thing. Very short, muscular body, wearing what you could only consider to be classic pirate clothes. Uh, and both of the hands are robot prosthetics, as well as both legs. And as the door bashes open, she says, All right, all right, let's calm the fuck down. Why are you holding an osprey? And one of them's like, It's a fucking druid! He's like, oh, for fuck's sake. I will say, because Druids can speak it while she's <laughs> can they? now. <laughs> ah! <laughs> ah! <laughs> Give me a deception with disadvantage. <laughs> Is she fooled? I mean, the first thing I rolled was a one, so probably not. <laughs> she's like, all right, listen. Let's calm the fuck down. So Cam just sent me a message saying, the fuck was that noise? <laughs> <laughs> It was an, an osprey, spray. obviously. Um, she says, all right, fucking hell. I don't want this ship to go down. And as far as I can tell, you're proficient enough in fucking around and finding out. Can we just sit down and talk? And then we'll consider whether or not it's worth having a fight. And if we're going to, can we do it somewhere that's not going to sink a ship? We'll all fucking die, or most people will. From nowhere, I'll just say, can we have our stuff back? Someone's invisible. Great. <laughs> Do you want to fucking reveal yourself? And then we can talk about this a bit more. Not particularly until I have my stuff. Then you're not getting your stuff. Mm, it's a predicament. I'll drop invisibility. You drop the ah, invisibility. I'm an eagle! Just... <laughs> you're a fucking osprey! <laughs> <laughs> Osprey's a fishing eagle! <laughs> Yar! Osprey's a fishing eagle! <laughs> and I'll you, you reappear and land, and a couple of the like the dwarves and warforged sort of turn around and she's like, hey, no, everybody weapons down. If we're gonna honor some kind of a truce here, let's do it properly. Firstly, we are so crowded in here and I do not want to be. Let's go up to the deck, because I don't like fucking trying to talk over the heads of fucking Jetty, move your fucking head. Right? So, if you'll agree to it, let's have a conversation. And maybe you'll get your stuff back. I'm not going to say no, but I just want to guarantee that firstly, you're not going to attack everybody here. And secondly, you're actually worth keeping around. If you want to be around. Hmm. Uh, whoever's holding me definitely had bird shit on them by now. <laughs> just, there's this like... And then the, the person holding is just like, oh, oh. oh for fuck. Oh. Yeah, okay. <laughs> All right. Right. Drop the bird, and uh, I want to hear it from, from our bird here as well. We're going to calm down. Ah! <laughs> I don't know if they can no. talk like this. <laughs> you've, you've heard me say I'm an eagle. Yeah. <laughs> they can definitely talk like this. <laughs> I've got no weapons out myself. I'll take that as I a am a weapon. Like, drop the birds and the person who's grappling you just lets you go. So you sort of pop down to the ground. So I'm not going to be chopped up? Uh, not currently. Yeah, good enough. I mean... 
there would have been some consideration about whether you're worth cutting up because I'm sure something in you is magical or possibly sold for slavery. I don't like that he was right. Who was right? <laughs> the the bird the Dar the, the eagle. <laughs> The bird man. Man bird. Right, fucking this way. She walks. I like being able to talk as a boy. I think it's the best thing they've done. I'm, I'm coming around on it. I'm coming around on, on one D&D. Uh, oh no. Oh no. Oh no. She walks to the other end of the kitchen, past the beds, and up the ladder that you can see on the far right hand side there. And appears, uh, I presume you're following, and appears up in, there's a few things that will be revealed. You go up through what appears to be a, a break room of some kind. Uh, it's just like a recreational area. You're led outside to this part that says uh, storage slash recreation, where there's a few seats and things. And some of the uh, the crew follow you. Some seem to go back to whatever areas they were, they were doing things in, manning the sails and things like that. And... Uh, Wait. This dwarf waiting for you up here. Hmm? Isn't the poop deck called the poop deck because that's the toilet? No, it comes from a French word. No. What the fuck? Um, they, did you really think the poop deck was where they pooped? <laughs> it, it, yeah! It's a very common, it's a very common misconception. <laughs> but think about it like this. If, if not all ships have a poop deck because they're not big enough. So then where would they poop if they were I assume they just had to hold it. <laughs> just over the side, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Just on just their like six it. month sea voyage. Yeah, just yeah. Hold it. Yeah, just hold it. Shit in a bottle. The <laughs> I mean, they probably did have a bucket that they just tossed out the side. The dwarf's waiting at the top, and as you get up says, Alright, I'm quartermaster Isla Ironheart. At your service. I'm sure someone will be getting the captain. He'll be here in a second. But for now, you're talking with me. Okay, so why was I arrested immediately immediately upon landing to rest my wings? Uh, because we don't know who the fuck you are, and it's a pirate ship. How was I going to know that? It, you weren't, but that explains... Oh, my God. Why are they always so naive? Why would you land on a... You know what? I don't actually give a fuck. You can turn invisible. That's useful. Quite honestly. If I have my staff, I can also make fireballs. Good to know. And... Oh! A, why would you tell them that? A good reason for us to not give you your staff. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> idiot. Well, if they were looking for reasons to have me be useful, I am a built-in cannon. Have another ship that's a problem? Boom. Hmm. I have no authority to add you to the crew of this ship. What I want to work out to start with is just, firstly, that we're not going to be continuing fighting, and secondly, the fuck are you doing this far out in the in the sea? Looking for giants. You see there's a, a peak of curiosity. Where? Well, I was looking in the sky. Um, there's no giants in the sky. You know, that's what the bird said as well. But then he also said that some of you guys were talking about giants under the sea, which is equally as interesting. So Where am I, where am I into the woods, fans? <laughs> Come on. Come on, everyone. <laughs> there are giants in the sky. <laughs> <laughs> but there aren't giants. <laughs> There's a whole song about it. Uh, also, you can stop saying bird. I know that's not a bird. That's a druid. Yeah, but he's a bird right now. 
I'm an eagle. <laughs> uh, fine, whatever. So you're just you're just flying around looking for giants with no yeah. particular bearing or knowledge. Yeah, I'm kind of on like a sabbatical type thing. So I don't know what a sabbatical is. It's like super research on my own. Oh, you're a fucking researcher. No wonder you're naive. Yeah. What about you, bird? I was minding my own business. Not very well. I heard there was tell of an ancient sea creature around here who could communicate with shoals of fish using bright displays of light. And I was hoping to catch it for my supper. Ah! I also heard him talking about fucking a mermaid. What? He said he wants to fuck a mermaid named Barbara. I honestly can't tell if you're telling the truth or not. I... Ah! What a preposterous thing to say. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. <laughs> right. I'm very confused. And as she says that, a different wolf walks over to the uh, to the group of you, coming from the quarterdeck, down some stairs, uh, evidently having come from somewhere near the back of the ship. This is another dwarf, uh, tall for a dwarf, one might say, four foot five, uh, and probably oh. male, I know. Uh, has a very round head with tanned skin and this big bushy ginger beard. There's scars over both eyes, um, and both of the eyes appear to be replaced with some kind of robotic prosthetics. A stout, muscular body wearing a loose top and a large flowing captain's jacket with sort of gold and red highlights. Uh, very geometric patterning, kind of runic style of the dwarves that you might recognize. Um, the right arm and both legs have also been replaced with robotic prosthetics. Um, just clamps over, clamps, clomps over towards you. And sees this entire situation playing out, sees the owl and sees a bird and is just like... Alright, someone tell me what the fuck is going on here. And the quartermaster says, Bird's not a bird. Other bird is naive. And they're apparently not too bad at fighting. He goes, Why do we always manage to pick up the fucking strays who make a problem? My name's Captain Crater. I am extremely annoyed that I've been called out of my cabin. Please explain why we shouldn't just kill you on the spot. I can help you find the giants. You can? Mm-hmm. And how would you do that? I don't know, but I'm going to do it anyway, so I figured if we're looking for the same thing, goals aligned. All right. And the bird? Mm-hmm. Did the bird not talk? It, the bird talks. Why would he assume that the bird talks? <laughs> because the because the, the other the, the fucking quartermaster said the bird's not a bird. A known alcoholic, Alex. <laughs> Are we killing the bird, or is the bird going to tell us why the bird's here? You fucking took me captive. Oh, I've totally changed accent. What <laughs> was that? Me, you took me captive, captain. Jesus. <laughs> I don't have the poo. 
Jesus. <coughs> Yar! Uh, there we go. <laughs> it was behind the frog in your throat. <laughs> There's a frog in the bird? <laughs> yep. <laughs> oh, fucking hell. <laughs> um, what was the question? <laughs> Why shouldn't he kill you on the spot? <laughs> Why shouldn't he kill me on the spot? Um, I don't really have a very good reason for him, <laughs> to be honest. If I like, if that. I if I was him, I wouldn't. I, I I'm, these, this crew would not be taking prisoners. Uh, <laughs> so, mm. I'm a seasoned ocean goer, so I suppose I could ensure the safety of this ship on your voyage until you can drop me off at the next port. Right. Let's say we entertain the idea that both of you are actually useful to us. How do you see this playing out? What You just join us until we find riches, take some, and then leave? Yeah. Hmm. No, I only want to get to port. To be fair, I'm not really interested in the riches. I just... Um, academic knowledge, really. So, you want to help to just find some giants? Uh-huh. And do you want to help just so that we'll let you go. Aye. And what are your plans if I say no? I suppose I'll die. I suppose I'll die. <laughs> guess I'll just die. I guess I'll just die. I mean, <laughs> I, mean <laughs> I don't really have an alternative. <laughs> I suppose I'd probably take a few down with me, but guess I'll die. <laughs> At least you're honest. And you? Owl? I don't know. Probably try to get out now that I'm on deck. Hmm. You're so bad at this, Reyna. What? <laughs> Reyna. At least I got one of your names. So. That's right. Reyna. And then there was Jeremy downstairs. And his name is Ernest. Okay. <laughs> I'm gonna play along for now <laughs> because more than anything I'm amused by this situation and we're out to sea and it's fucking boring so let's pretend you can help do you know anything about where we're we going the name for instance a location under the water that's not the line come on you know the chain under the sea under the sea. Um, <laughs> I'm going to be real. I'm not even from this planet. I just... Uh, fuck's sake. Actually, you know what? I think you might be able to help. You've been flying around, right? We captured you landing on here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. We're looking for an island. Okay. It's around here somewhere. And yeah, I've seen a few of them. For now, I won't tell you what's there, but it, it contains something that we need to try and find okay. this lost city. Mm -hmm. Supposedly, from above, it takes the shape of a skull. We have no way of looking Ooh. from above. So it's right around here? Somewhere around here. We have coordinates to a general 
location, but nothing specific. All right, yeah. I, I mean, I, my wings got some rest. I can, I can, I can go for a fly. You're not flying right now. I was asking if you've seen anything yet. Oh, can I do a history check to see if I? You certainly can. Wouldn't be too hard to remember a fucking island. <laughs> this... Would I just already know the location of that island, Alex? <laughs> not this island. Twelve. It is not the island you have visited before. Uh, a twelve is fine. Um, yeah, whether you say it or not is up to you, but it, it, it is so obvious from above. Uh, it's the only one that looks kind of like a skull. Yeah, I saw it. Right. Lead us to it. We may start off this deal. Okie dokie. Um, that way, I think. <laughs> Get your bearings. <laughs> I will, at this point, for the sake of you being able to see the ship, uh, skip over a little bit of, like, you have been, um, started the sailing and talking, because I can't remember whether there's, like, a tour around the ship or anything like that. You're aboard the Abolith. Ooh. A fairly large uh, galleon with lots of areas, and somewhere in the region of, minus the ones that you kill, or the one that you killed, well, you kill multiple, uh, with somewhere in the region of about 45 crew. You've been given a free-ish reign, though you have not been given your stuff yet to wander around, um, though everyone's still looking at you a little bit oddly, and... I guess there is an assumption from the captain that you want to go where they're going, so therefore you're sticking around at least for now. Mm -hmm. There's a good few hours of being led in the supposedly correct direction, where you have an uncomfortable feeling around the crew. Uh, none of them seem to trust you necessarily. You don't trust them, but you're being left alone in the in the most part. They don't trust us after we killed one of their crewmates. <laughs> I know, right? You can hear Weird. a murmur and a discussion of how you killed their friend, and it's just kind of sad. Yeah, but we're being left alone. You're being mostly left alone, though there is, unless you specifically try to find a spot and you have a feeling it'll be very difficult, there is very little space in the ship where you wouldn't be being looked at by someone. There's a lot of crew on here. Okay. I'll just whisper to Rain now. <laughs> hey, if you want to get out of here, we can just jump overboard and survive. <laughs> we'll be fine. <laughs> we, I want my stuff back first. Yar, what stuff could be so important worth risking your life? The council can be really um, punishing if I don't return their stuff. I think your council's dead. Why? What What would lead you to believe that? Well, if there's no mass destruction upon your arrival teleporting here, then it's probably at the other end. No, no, I'm sure it's fine. You'll never know. You'll never get back. <laughs> Give me some uh, perceptions. As you're wandering around in the in the couple of hours before it happens. Eleven. No, oh, once again, rolling really low, so only a fifteen. Fifteen. Fifteen on the money. You become vaguely aware, situationally, of what sort of mission is happening right now. You're aware that the captain seems to hold on to a map called the Map of Marindor. Uh, the map itself shows the locations of four pieces of an artifact, Marindor's compass. Um, I'm giving you the name, though you probably don't know the name, it's just easier. Uh, an object that you can re reasonably assume will then lead you to this uh, lost city of Farandir. You are on the way to the fourth island out of four to find the fourth piece, 
in order to then put the pieces together and find this lost city. And that is why they're so keen for you to find the Skull Island for them. That's the, the general look. The map itself is you know, hidden. You don't know where that is, probably in the captain's quarters. You'd also be vaguely aware that your stuff is probably down in the cargo hold. Uh, there's three areas it could be in, either either of the cargo holds or the sort of spares all the way at the front. Again, you're kind of being watched whenever you're anywhere, um, so you could try to be sneaky, but it seems unlikely. As you're sailing along, you notice an unease comes over the ship. There's whispers, there's murmurs, not about you necessarily, but the ship itself seems to slow a little bit and the winds get a little stronger. The sea gets a little more choppy. How long has it been since? A couple hours. Okay. And as you see people starting to move around, you notice that they're starting to man some cannons. There are four sets of cannons on the ship. One on the storage that you were standing on before, one in the workshop to the left of that, one in the bed's bed sick bay, and one in the kitchen beds. It's a sort of like area where there's uh, cannons on both sides. But you see people starting to collect cannonballs. You see people starting to collect gunpowder, get ready, you know, getting weapons ready and sharpened, people getting to sails, people moving around and getting into what seems to be some kind of combat positions. There's like a, I'd say this is about five minutes. Do you want to do anything in that time? Could we have taken a short rest in those couple of hours? Yeah, yeah, short rest for sure. Cool, and I've taken a short rest. I don't think that'll give anything to me, but I'll do it anyway. I can roll some hit die and get refresh my wild shape. Can I see the captain or quartermaster in close proximity? The captain, no. Quartermaster is uh, sort of backing commands around the place. Uh, can I go up to them and say, hey, we can help if we have our stuff back. <laughs> oh, you know what? I'm going to fucking go for it because I don't think any of us are about to survive this. And just like uh, chucks a piece of paper at you. Uh, like it's, it's actually like a, a more of a, I'll say it's more like a journal. Just like literally chucks it at you and it sort of just hits you in the chest and hits the ground as she wanders off barking at people. You've just got like the manifesto. She seems to be so worried and panicked that this is just like, fuck it, I don't care. There's your manifesto. Um, pointing out exactly where all of your stuff is down in one of the cargo holds. Both cool, courses. I'll, I'll, I'll uh, grab, uh, grab, grab Ernest and be like, hey, we can get our stuff. Nice. Also, we're probably about to die. Maybe they are. You go down into the cargo hold. Uh, as you'd be going down into this tiny, tiny, tiny little room at the front, the spares. Um, you're going through the, the cable locker, which is kind of where the chain for the anchor gets stored up. I don't know if you knew that. That's an interesting little fact. And being unable to see what's going on outside, all you hear is this massive, echoing, almost roaring noise there is just this splintering aggressive breaking noise as the, sh the entire ship shifts you'd be very unaware of what's happening but we're going into as before a sort of initiative please roll me some initiatives Rain's just going to say oh it sounds like a baby <laughs> oh natural 20 uh, 22 nice 5 <laughs> no not so nice. I've rolled real bad today. You really or have. We've rolled some 
bad roll. Is this initiative after we have grabbed our stuff? Oh yeah, you've got all your stuff. I'm not, I'm not that mean. Everything. Yeah. Okay. Wonderful. Cool. You. Wait, you said we we had two hours, a couple of hours. Yeah. Okay. I probably would have cast water breathing on on the uh, Rainer in that in that time ritually. Okay. Is something? Is that something you needed your stuff for? Uh, I would have needed a short reed or piece of straw in terms of material. Uh, but you said there were a bunch of beds around, so I might have just... Yeah, yeah. I, I was going <laughs> to say straw would be more than easy to find. <laughs> um, so uh, you, you can breathe underwater now, Raina. Awesome, thank you. What are you going to do? Uh, as far as you're aware, something die, just hit the ship. <laughs> I guess I'll die. Guess I'll die. Um, I will, as little as it will do, it's something... I'm going to cast aid on both of us. Okay. So we have five temp HP. I or no, them. that it it increases our HP by five, right? Yeah. Each target's hit point maximum current hit points increases by five for the duration. That is great because I currently have eight temp HP. Wonderful. Yeah, that's that's why aid's good. I forgot. <laughs> I'm super buffed up. Yeah, it's always good spells. Always good spells. Are you moving? Uh, yes, I will move. Uh, just figuring out how to do that in D and D Beyond. Um, so five, ten. Where the fuck is the ladder? Five, ten, fifteen, twenty, twenty-five, thirty. I can get to there. Um, I did. I did add the ladders in this. Uh... Yes. Where are the snakes? Uh, well, there might be snakes. You don't know. Maybe in the cargo holds. Oh wait, hang first. on. I'm I'm the druid. I can be the snake. You yeah, can be you're the, snake. the snake. You can't be snakes plural it, though. That's, it can be one nice. of my six known forms. <laughs> snake and ladders. Okay, you wander over to that. Um, that is where we have to go to get out, right? Uh, yes. So you'd okay. be aware that where you are, you'd have to go down that ladder across yeah, and then up. Down again. and up. Yeah. Um, Just to make sure I'm reading it right. Mm-hmm. Are you doing anything else? You've done your action. Any bonuses? That is my action. That is my movement. I don't think that there's... Yeah, there's nothing else to worry about at the moment. So that's all. There is another... <laughs> kind of sound. As somewhere up top like high up on the ship, you feel the entire ship kind of sink a little bit as something's impacted the top of the ship. Um, you hear a lot of like screaming and running around above you. There's not many people down in the cargo hold, obviously. The next thing you'd hear is an absolute array of cannons firing. <laughs> like almost every single cannon on one of the sides of the ship seems to go off. Um, and you can hear a lot of like swords and stuff up above. It's all very muffled through this as the ship sways back and forth, but evidently the crew are attacking back against something. Ernest. Uh, you said it was like a bit of the ship had snapped off. Do, using... You're not sure if anything snapped off. Like it's not like you're thinking or anything. There's just been impacts higher up in the ship that have been um, evidently like large impacts from something very big. Okay. And these little squares, are they cannons? Are they portcullises? Not, they, not portcullises, portholes. That's holes. where the cannon, the cannon, it's portholes for cannons. It's cannon windows, whatever they're called. I don't know that. 
Okay, uh, they are holes that we can go through. Well, they would be, but there are cannons pointing through them currently. Uh, well, I guess we'll just move towards. Yeah, you go out, down through the, the ladder, uh, into the cargo hold, looking upwards, and you can see up through this little porthole above you, plenty of people running around. Uh, that would lead us back round to Rena. I'm going to dash. Yeah, that makes sense. He said we've got our stuff, right? Yes. And we are still, like, attuned to anything that we need to be yeah, attuned yeah, for. So I can make it there. As you run up through the cargo hold into the kitchen with people running around on these cannons, you can see through the little bit of a gap that is left um, around the cannons what is attacking, or at least part of what seems to be attacking the ship. You can see a mass of tentacles for what you can only assume to very stereotypically be a kraken attacking the ship. <laughs> there are people that keep them as pets in Favel. I'm not sure it would be the same kraken as in Favel. Yeah, a, fa a Favel kraken. Yeah. Of course, they're, they're, probably, they're, a little, they're probably a little beasts. smaller. This is the biggest one you've ever seen. Well, yeah. The, the biggest ones are the babies. They condense as they get older because they become more magically powerful. That's how that works. <laughs> the Kraken attacks again. You can see an impact near the back of the ship. You're not sure what it's hitting. And you can hear screams as people are flying through the gap. You can see people flying off the edge of the ship. Sometimes parts of people flying off the edge of the ship. In retaliation, all of these cannons fire. You've probably never heard a cannon fire. Um, it's really, not, no. really, really fucking loud. You can see a couple of the cannon arrays seem to miss, but some of them do hit, blasting away at these tentacles, doing <laughs> a fair significant bit of damage. You can hear lots of like uh, of the crew up top with swords and things trying to slice away and damaging uh, whatever's going on there. Ernest? Um, I can tell you that you... the Aboleth that round did 94 damage. Did the Aboleth? Oh, That's I didn't, the name of the you, ship. You here. The ship's called the Aboleth. Uh, <laughs> Which I realized if you didn't know, that was really confusing. You were like, where's like, the fucking Aboleth? Aboleth yeah, that I, we're thought, with? <laughs> I thought you were just talking about uh, the, the you'd mistaken the Kraken for an Aboleth or an Aboleth for a Kraken. Hmm. Um, this, this is where I should also tell you, this is where I, I spent a lot of time making sure that I wouldn't waste your time rolling dice. I coded an entire way for the Aboleth and the Kraken to fight each other. Um, oh my, Alex! There's 42 crew left. Uh, all of the cannon arrays are still in existence. They're not damaged yet. The workshop missed. The storage slash recreation hit and did 19. Uh, got a 19 to hit. The one in the sick bay missed. The one in the kitchen hit. Uh, it was a 26 and 21 for 47 damage. Then there's still enough crew to do a decent amount of damage. They did 47 damage. It was 94 damage overall to the Kraken. How modular is this code? I could hack it into other things, but it's fairly specific for this. Okay. Um, if you made a more modular, like, big battle... <laughs> I, it's the sort of thing, thing that I would turn into a big battle. It's just that I didn't have the time that, to make it that That much. you could sell. <laughs> that would sell. <laughs> Won't roll... Five con saves. Will, Will code, code. Kaiju fight calculator. <laughs> yeah. Okay, no, but to be fair, it's across the same logic. It's across the same logic. It, basically, the reason I spent the time building this is so I wouldn't be wasting your time rolling for a fight yeah. where the majority, like, I would have to roll per round like twenty. Yeah, yeah, or no, we're, that's a we're not. Waste of time we're not saying that it was a bad thing. We just, we're it's just, just saying very like, funny. it's, it's funny the things it's, that it's we spend when like, I put time the time on. into it. Yeah, it's, it's when I put the time. Yeah. Into it. Yeah. 
because we only have the few hours, so I didn't want it to be wasted time now, because otherwise this fight would take forever to just roll for a Kraken. Because it also does things like when I click on the Kraken, it just picks from one of the four things it can do, whether it's a tentacle, a bite, lightning, or a fling, but it only does the fling if the previous one was a tentacle because it has to grab things. So like it, it just removes any of that and I just click a button and I get the, the damage, that, the move the damage. That's a that's a good tool. It's a very good tool. It needs a lot of refining. But anyway, the point is, what are you doing on your turn, Ernest? Uh, well, I guess I'll probably go this ladder. <laughs> yeah, that seems reasonable. Uh, I don't have a button to push for that. I just have an up arrow that I guess I'll push several times. One, two, three, four. <laughs> Uh, and um, you, you'd now be aware of the the kraken. <laughs> oh, look, a kraken. it's a baby! Uh, right. Well, rain is a lost cause. Um, if they haven't got the sense <laughs> to fly away, because uh, they want to go get uh, I, I what flew they through the lateral. Uh, I think I'm just going to turn into uh, an osprey, and that presumably is small enough to fly through the thing and stop flying away. <laughs> I'll say, because there's also the sort of horizontal movement and moving around people, you can turn into an osprey and get into a position where you're just outside the ship. So, yes. Using my to, like, through. 30 feet. Uh, uh, I have used 20. 20. Yeah, so you'd basically be, like, at the porthole. Cool. Uh, so... I will use my remaining 30 then uh, from the Osprey's 60 uh, to fly 30 feet straight up. So that's movement bonus action because of turning into the Osprey. And then I will use my action to yeah do dash 60 feet higher. You don't want to stick around to find the Kraken? <laughs> you, you have hilariously you haven't necessarily I would, I would rather be uh, 90 fire. feet uh, away uh, as directly as possible you've gone directly up though directly up because uh, anything else is not uh, it's diagonal further away it's still 90 feet I guess it is more away isn't it so mm. yeah I'll go I'll go I'll go 90, 90 feet on a, on a diagonal so that I'm sure. I'm not directly above the ship. Reyna? You don't oh. have quite the easy time of crawling through. You would not fit through the uh, the gap. What's the situation on the deck here, huh? You would see that the quarter deck at the back of the ship has been fucked. That's been smacked, like, twice. And there's a lot oh, of cannons that, on here as well. Is that what's happening with the Kraken and the... Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> Get your mind out the fucking gut. There's a theme um, to this. <laughs> no, you've made a theme to this. <laughs> is there a yeah, judgment? Is there a judgment roll I can make to see if this is a lost cause? Um, you could do what would be insight, maybe. Which is all. I guess, it, I guess it depends on on how you're determining it. If you're, yeah, it, it could be a bunch of stuff. It's, if you're relying on your instincts, I would say that's probably wisdom. If you're trying to make an analytical kind of... Yeah. Uh, uh, like, if you're trying to analyze how things are going, that'd be more intelligence. Rolling a one-shot, just like... Whatever makes sense to you. <laughs> I mean, like, you couldn't use deception, which I know is your highest stat, but like... 
Natural 20, and I think Rain oh, is more of the intellectual type. Yeah. With a natural 20, you're not sure. You think, having seen a lot of this ship, there is genuinely a chance that the Aboleth can win this fight. At least you could stick around for a little bit and see how it goes uh, and get like more of an insight. It's not quite as clear-cut as one of these parties is going to win. Um... With a natural 20, I'll give you meta-knowledge to be uh, extreme. In all of my tests, uh, usually uh, it goes around somewhere between 9 and 10 rounds, and it's about 50-50 as to whether the Aboleth or the Kraken wins. But usually there's about, like, 5 or 10 crew left (laughs) out of the 45 that started. But the ship tends to still be floating. Just a lot of it's kind of broken up and, and destroyed. Got it. I'm going to cast Greater Invisibility on myself again. Sure. Um, and I've used all my movement this round. Mm-hmm. And that was your action? Yes, and that's my action. Sure. So that's it for me. I have to use the Kraken. Boom. It's gone for a bite. You would be <laughs> very thankful for having just moved, because you see the massive moor of this Kraken leech onto the side of the ship just beneath where you are and crunch into where that sort of kitchen beds area is, uh, doing a a fairly large amount of damage. The Aboleth will fight back, firing a mass of cannons, doing 64 damage this time, not as much. Um, There's still a fair big amount of crew left. Am I to make the assumption, Ernest, that all of your rounds are going to be getting as far away as possible? Uh, well, for this one, I will move another 60 feet away, mm-hmm. putting me at, like, yeah, you're far away. feet That's away, fine. I guess. You're far enough uh, away that you can be... You're still, like, in range of the Kraken, but you're a bird and there's a big ship, so the chances of it being like, I'm going to attack that specifically tiny bird over there yeah. very low. That's my movement. I will, I will pause and take the time to see if I can actively perceive an, a small owlin person fleeing from the battlefield. Uh, I'll not bother rolling because um, I know that they're invisible, so I know that I'm not going to see them. So, but uh, I'll let you perceive whether or not you saw them turn invisible. 27, uh, which um, is an advantage because I'm an eagle. 27. What's your stealth mod? Five. Unless you uh, did, you want to roll? You know, roll to see if you get natural. I guess. I but, don't. Like, even I wasn't particularly trying to hide my cast. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna. Yeah. You definitely saw the Owlin just disappear from the from the deck. I didn't look like I was running away from the ship. There you go. <laughs> you don't look like anything. You're invisible. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but like, it looked like there was a purpose to the greater invisibility that was not running away. Yeah, there was no, like, I'm about to take off. I mean, I am still, like, 100... I know I can see things very well, but I am still, like, 150 feet away. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> My general movement was towards... The aura of Tolfin. ...the workshop. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Your body language tells me. You just get this feeling. You just get this feeling. Away. I cast yeah. Minor Illusion over my head right before that pointed <laughs> the direction I was moving. <laughs> because this is a one-shot, and I don't want to be left alone in a one-shot. 
Um, well, I mean, that's my turn. I don't, I don't okay. have anything to do yeah. with my bonus action. Uh, Rainer, it's your turn. Uh, so is this is this a door into the workshop? Yeah, there's a, it's one of those where there's like two sets of steps that go up to the quarter deck and also a door through to the workshop. Cool. And just past that, it looks like there's steering in the captain's cabin. I want. I'm moving towards the captain's cabin. Sure. Um, you'd be vaguely aware that you'd have to go through the steering to get to the captain's cabin. 35, 40, 45, 50, 55, 60. That's where I can be. Cool. After you comes the Kraken. Boom. This time, terrifying. Again, you'd be glad you're inside. The upper deck sort of break room. Um, actually, yeah, yes. Uh, and the poop deck, laugh now, twice. Gets, <laughs> struck, gets struck by lightning from the Kraken. A lightning attack comes down. <laughs> does a crazy amount of damage um, and kills a bunch of crew as well. I mean, cool. you wouldn't see that, but you uh, up in the air, eyes in the sky, Ernest would probably see a lot of crews getting uh, fried. The Avalith attacks back and just 87 damage, firing all sorts of cannons, a lot of uh, crew, well, less crew, but still the crew trying to like shoot their rifles and swing their swords. Uh, Ernest, is your turn? I mean, Ernest kind of thinks that Rainer was maybe just some kind of weird sea spirit that was <laughs> the Kraken here. Like, that's not the weirdest thing that would have happened. No, it's not. Uh, <laughs> is it more believable that, a, that some kind of water elemental spirit is, is being used as bait by the Kraken? Or that an alien from a different planet showed up? Um, talking about having you to return equipment that they borrowed. <laughs> uh, Known aliens, to be fair. There's historical You're still an alien. You're aliens. from a different planet. I, mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Interplanetary, or interplanar uh, alien. They happen. Uh, I tell you I one thing I'll, that you I'll... didn't go back for. Your parrot. <laughs> No, I, su I can summon my parrot. Oh, cool, okay. It's a, it's a use of wild shape thing. My parrot, it's it's whether or not he's still, still hanging around, it only lasts for a certain amount of time. Okay, um, I misunderstand. Yeah, fine. Why were you thinking that there was just a parrot, like, swaddled up in some kind of a blanket being kept in... No, he was just going to be in the captain's quarter. He was going to just be in the captain's quarter, just in a cage. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, well, although, <laughs> I was going pet. to... That is kind of one of the things that I realised when I said earlier, I realised something about Wild Shape and how it's worded. Um, there's no reason why I couldn't expend the use of Wild Shape to do one of my Wild Shape features, like the Summon Companion, like Find Familiar thing, or the Circle of the Sea thing, while I am already Wild Shaped, because I retain my class features. So there's no reason why I couldn't summon a parrot while I am a parrot, for example. Yeah, I think, I guess one of the or... biggest things prior would have been, like, you can't do any kind of verbal components of a, of a whatever, yeah, you but you a can spell. talk. Uh, yeah, but you, you, it still says you can't cast a spell. Cast spells. I think, I think that's part of Moon Druid's thing now, yeah. is that they can cast some spells. Feet. But, I don't know, to be Wild Shape, Wild Shape isn't a spell, it's a class feature, mm. and it's such, it says retain this. Yeah, yeah, fair enough. 
also every six seconds been attempting to knock people down <laughs> for ten minutes. <laughs> uh, so yeah, bizarre, strange. So In theory, I guess I could be summoning like four parrots. Uh, I'm just gonna hang out here, I guess, and see good. see oh, how the battle goes. Happens. And I will I will hold an action to fly away if the kraken comes towards me. <laughs> Somehow. That's fine. Uh, Reyna, you're in the workshop running past a bunch of tools and things. Whoop, 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 whoop. 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30, 35, 40. The captain's cabin is locked. Fucking. <sighs> Are you surprised? <laughs> a little bit. Like, it's. Really? Okay. <laughs> well. <laughs> the captain's cabin. I'm gonna blast the, the door now. Sure. Uh, you don't need to roll to hit, but do roll for damage. Uh, that is a 677 for a 13 damage shield. 13 is fine, it only has 10 health. You just blast out the area where the sort of door handle slash lock would be, and it just blasts open. Cool. And I can't move any further because I had to use an action to do that, but mm -hmm. I can see inside. You can see inside. Uh, you can see inside. The uh, captain is. Not, not, not there. You can't. I figured probably a little busy. Um, effectively, it's you know every single film or image or anything. Yeah, yeah, the it's just quarters, generic captain. It's that. Like the lighting's a little fucked up, and there's like a probably yeah, like yeah. a single candle on like a map table. Yeah, exactly. It's like that with a knife um, on it. Yeah. There's there's a cage in the corner that has a little note that just says "Note to self: Get parrot." Parrot. Yeah. <laughs> cool. <laughs> <laughs> um, this sure. is where all the Easter eggs are. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Does uh, it look like there is a fancy map of some kind on on? The you, can't see from where, you can't see from where you are. There's, there's stuff on the on the table. Cool. Uh, the Kraken attacks, and eyes in the sky, you'd see the front, this sort of like spares area, just gets crushed in by the tent. The pooping area? Some, uh, some damage, the pooping area. You're um, talking about the poop deck, because that's at the back of the ship, not the No, uh, I'm talking about the, the area in which they area. poop. Well, it's no, not that. different. It's the, it's the spares, like down at the bottom, like the hole. Oh. Uh, okay. uh, yeah, but so there's a toilet back. Um, firing a bunch of cannons, doing 113 damage in total. Those cannons are doing work. Um, and most of them are still okay. The kitchen slash beds has been hit once, but they're still firing. Um, I think how satisfying it would have been Ernest? to just go with your dice, though. And then, you know, 25 minutes. I considered it, but... it, but exactly. There's just so much. <laughs> just, come would, on, do it once roll. for us, just so you know the feeling. Well, I would... <laughs> no, I'll just get the, the, the trunk and just chuck out my hundreds of dice. Yeah. Um, I would have to... Let's see. I'd have to roll to hit for each of the, the cannon arrays. And then each of them that hits is 4d10 damage. Then the crew does 1d20 damage for every 10 crew members that are still alive, rounding to the nearest 10. Um, so it would be 20, 25 dice or something like that. Yeah, I'm going to need oh. this um, made more modular for no in particular reason. <laughs> I I'll, totally I'll work on it about, in the background. I totally forgot about a thing that I have that might have helped us earlier. Would 10 feet of yeah. extra movement have helped us at any point, Ryan? I mean, just to get around this shoots and ladders map, yeah. But not like game changingly. 
Um, for your information, um, Rena, in fact, both of you, the Kraken is actually looking fairly significantly damaged, significantly damaged, um, sort of pushing under half health, uh, bloodied, as, hmm. as the old term would be. Uh, the ship is about two-thirds health or so. There's a lot of destruction, but it seems to be holding fairly strong, and there's about half the crew left. That's nice. They were trying to sell me into slavery and or chop me up, though. Yeah. So... Not that you particularly care about them. Uh, Ernest, yeah. still hanging around? Uh, I'm going to move back another, like, <laughs> 30 feet. And, Reasonable. And then hold my action to run away, if needed be. Rena? I'm going in, baby. I'm going inside. You see on the table a lot of different maps and things. There's various parchments. You can see there's a lot of, like, um, sheets of paper that were decoding, like, puzzles and solving problems um, and things like that. Uh, all of which is sort of focused around in the center. Uh, what, what appears to be a fairly nondescript map of Gel. Um... You assume this is the special map. There is nothing particularly on it that is special other than some marked locations and then um, some writing around the edge in... Uh, uh, it would probably be in, like, uh, Perwelven, like the olden elven language, um, which you might recognize but not be able to read. And then you can see that it's been drawn on, like, X marks the spot kind of thing, but that's post when it was originally made. This is like, we've been here, we're going here, and... Uh, that kind of thing. Cool. I'll take anything that seems relevant to them figuring out where this thing is. You'll um, take and... as much as you can. Give me an investigation. Okay. Um, 15. 15. You get what seems to be most of it, like the map in the middle, a bunch of papers that seem to be like having, working out these problems, uh, just sort of like generally all that kind of stuff. No real time to look at it in any detail, but just sort of like smushing it all in your arms and running away kind of a thing. Or in your wings, as it were, or in your bag, I guess. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm putting them in my bag at this point. Yeah, um, um, and Just it crumpled seems, up. <laughs> yeah. It seems that there are windows in this captain's room that appear to be bigger than the ones below. It's quite a nice cabin, yeah. There's some bigger windows that look out the back and such like that. Cool. Can I just, after I grab this off, burst through one of those and... They are glass, uh, so it may hurt you as you smash through, but you are able to smash through. Cool. I'm going to do that. Uh, give me a acrobatics. How gracefully this goes. See how gracefully this goes. Ooh, quite gracefully. 23. Perfectly fine with me, yeah. You um, get the forethought to just, like, throw, I don't know, like a dagger or something, just sitting on the side through the window first and just <laughs> straight through it. Um, of course, you're invisible, so to everyone else, it just looks like it's general damage to the ship as, as has already been happening. Mm -hmm. And then, I presume you're just flying away. You're flying over towards the Osprey in the sky? Towards the Osprey in the sky. Sure. And you become if I get in the sky. <laughs> if I get far one? enough away from the Kraken to not look like I'd be a target, then I'll become uninvisible. You're not going to be a target. It's attacking the ship. Cool. Poof. Sure. You see coming towards you, uh, Ernest, an owl and flying over. Just appears. I will briefly consider what my miles are of convincing them that I'm a different osprey and an actual osprey. <laughs> Squall. <laughs> <laughs> and then I will dismiss that. I'll say, Yara, you got away, matey. I did. And I got their their stuff. And you both 
fly away. Do you want to know who would have won the fight if I keep rolling? Yeah, 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 yeah. I would like to sure. know who would have won. So you see in the distance, this Kraken sets another lightning down. <laughs> hits the <laughs> This is amazing how this keeps happening. It hits the captain's cabin, because the lightning can hit any of the top two layers. Hits the captain's cabin just as you've left it. And the poop deck in the cabin does 63 damage. The Aboleth fires out again. There's only 11 crew left at this point, so they can't fire all of the cannons. It's three person to a cannon, right? Um, they do 41 damage. There's not a lot going on. Um, Kraken attacks again. Um, it's a tentacle that hits the superstructure. And does 21 damage, not too much. The Aboleth attacks, um, misses every single cannon shot, does zero, does six damage in total, because the crew kind of slices it a little bit. Oh. Uh, the Kraken attacks, another lightning comes down. <laughs> um, there's six crew left. The Aboleth has 260, that's 276 health. Uh, I think it started at, what did I say, it's 650? I think the Kraken had 850. I don't remember what I started at. Uh, Ableth fires out, does 28 damage. I'm just going to keep clicking at this point. Tentacle, cannons, four crew left. It look, it's looking like a losing battle. But they're still trying. Kraken's down at 168. The Ableth is at 148. <laughs> Ableth is down at 78. There's two crew left fighting for their fucking lives. Oh no, is it the captain and the quartermaster? Yeah, the captain's just like... <gasps> As the, oh, as the I ran out with my ship! Oh, that's that's beautiful. Couldn't have written it. The captain's doing this as the Kraken goes for a bite, reduces the Aboleth down to zero, zero health left and just consumes the captain and the quartermaster going down as it crushes down. We made a pretty good call. <laughs> Not... Kraken went down significantly in health, but it's always like the front weight. It depends on how much damage the Aboleth does to start with, because the more damage is calculated by how much crew is left and how much they can fire the cannons and all that kind of stuff. We probably could have made the difference, but also... Yes. It, it, we would have been in, like, real shitty waters. Alex? That's a very cool combat. I thought it would be quite fun. Um... And yeah, you two flitter away into the distance, probably over towards a skull-shaped island. Yes. Barbara, I'm coming for you. <laughs> yeah, thanks for waiting. I, I just, I, I, I figured we'd, we'd probably grab this stuff before we go. Like they, they mentioned that they got a map or something, right? I can't remember if they mentioned that or if God mentioned that. It was like something way, I you heard it. from the crew. Yeah. yeah. You eventually land down on the, uh, the skull-shaped island. Um, and I think it's a pretty good spot for if there were to be another uh, continuation of this story in the future for you I to uh, to to continue on there. As there's like a you know the, like a, a, a ship being brought down in the distance, um, and an ominous cave on the island of <laughs> strange origin with a flickering light inside. And one of those, like, you know, the the tribal beat of the drums of your heartbeat, but coming from the cave is a kind of like drawing the drums of liberation, exactly, a la one piece. Towards you it. Talking about, are you talking about Jumanji? <laughs> <laughs> it's definitely yes, Jumanji. But they just start, uh, suddenly start hearing drums at each level. <laughs> you feel you feel a heat in your pocket as the silvered amulet or, or silvered coin in your in your pocket starts to glow a strange bluish color. 
actually mm. just heartburn because my oh, <laughs> items get absorbed into me. Uh, <laughs> oh, fuck. Who are you, Gail? Oh, God. Oh. <laughs> uh, there we go. That's a, that, that, that rounded off very nicely for the amount of time that we have. I appreciate yeah. it was a bit of a janky one-shot, but I thought it was a silly concept. That no, that was awesome. That Honestly, I think that may have been my favorite like encounter that you've ever done. Yeah, I really wanted to just throw a cracking at you, but like have you in a situation where it was like, we've got to get yeah. the fuck out of here. <laughs> it, it was more, it was very clear to not, <laughs> to not. <laughs> and um, it was, it was cool that it was more of like stayed, stayed, like forgive the Super Smash Brothers terminology, but stage hazards mm. than it was a thing to fight. I'm impressed that you managed to move out of the areas. Considering it's completely random which areas it I know. Hits, you I was like, okay, it can't keep following us, <laughs> right? Mm. I did. Ha I do actually have one here as well. Uh, I I'd set it up so if you did want to damage the Kraken, I could put in your damage as well. Slash the ship if for some reason you wanted to damage the ship. I think the only way that we would have really been able to turn the tide and taken out the Kraken is either being incredibly lucky or if we were like preparing ahead of time and being like okay the two of us fighting a kraken how can we optimize for this i think otherwise two yeah. level eights is is run away gonna time. be wrong yeah no i, I wasn't yeah. expecting you to fight it i the only way this really would have been different is if you'd like befriended in heavy quotes the crew first but i had never no point expected you to be like oh we're pirates now let's be with the crew it would be more like they're going somewhere that i conveniently mentioned two things that you're both interested in so let's like vaguely be uh you know in the same interests um, but you've ended it pretty much how i expected where the ship would you'd be running away from the ship and you have all the information to continue on this little quest of this convenient that we could both fly uh, do you know, I was just thinking, it's funny that you told us that we were doing a, a ship-based thing, uh, and I have many ways of being underwater and being fine, but it is funny that we both ended up being able to fly. Yeah, um, well, with with being the Alan and a druid, I was like, you can both fly, and you did exactly what I expected. This is it's like a pre little pre-thing for the how to jam, isn't it, with the, with the one-shot. It's like, you did exactly what I expected, which is not do the, I'm just going to run away and <clears throat> make the one-shot not fun. You did the, it's obviously our main objective to run away, but it took three hours to do so. <laughs> yeah. Um, it was good. The only way it would have changed is if you were hit with a tentacle from a kraken and taken, like, you know, masses yeah. of damage, but... Uh, the length was low. That was very good, though. Favorite one shot. Yes. I'm glad you enjoyed the captured a one shot. I'm sure the next one will be like Skull Island or whatever the hell. And I'll do it when there's a few people around. It may not be you two, I, but I do. I do really. I mean, I'm going to be around. Let's be real. I'm always around <laughs> unless I have a migraine or, or something. But I really enjoyed playing Reyna. So. I'm looking well, forward to it. They're in in the C three world, so and it is yeah. it's the same do same time. Do you timeline, currently have world. a backup character? Because we could just cru cruise in with okay. So you, you know, have a backup to your backup if you didn't have one already. Mm -hmm. just or and I'll, options I'll, for your backup. I'll give you a little little hint as well is that there was some of that backup character tied into this backup backup character. They're a giant in the <laughs> sky. No, it's an owl called Lena. Uh, who is the twin yeah. sister. <laughs> yep, yep. I hope you enjoyed this episode of Magic Myths and Mayhem. 
Thank you to Dark Fantasy Studio and Nicholas Judy and Ovani for the use of their music in this episode. And a big thanks to you for listening. If you want to hear more behind-the-scenes content, alongside extra art and lore, please consider joining our Patreon by searching Magic Myths and Mayhem on Patreon.com, or watch our extra content and games on Twitch.com. For now, thank you for being here, and we look forward to seeing you next time. I'll see you then. It's a baby!